I think you, we need to hold each other to a schedule. Yeah, I think, like, this is perfect for me, like a Sunday morning type thing. Yeah. But, obviously, you know, I know your job doesn't really allow all the time for that, so. Yeah, let's see what we can we yeah. figure out. You know? Or I could, you know, whatever. We'll figure it out. Sure. I think when, when like, you really want to do it, you do it. Yeah, think, yeah Even yeah. if we just said we're going to do this once a month. Yeah. I think we should be able to commit to that once a month. I think so. You know, if we just said every third Sunday, this is what we're going to do. And that's what we would do. I like it. Third yeah. Sunday? Whatever. You know, I'm just yeah, saying that because this one, is the man. third Sunday of this month. That's the only reason I'm saying that. I yeah. think that's good. Yeah. 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 I think you just made a schedule. Yeah. You're the boss, man. Every third Sunday. That could be like... That could be... I do this thing where I like make a noise. <laughs> I don't know why I'm such a fucking moron. I'm like, oh, I gotta start something off. Yeah, I gotta like break the. I'm like, or I clear my throat. <laughs> On Yardbird Tuna, I used to clear my throat. <coughs> That's how I'm gonna start my podcast. <laughs> I used to Fuck have it. a driver at um in my job. We would call him up, and that was like his voicemail. It would start off with him coughing. Like, he was, like, this little curmudgeon, <laughs> miserable fuck, and uh, he was, like, a heavy smoker, and he was just, oh, man, he was such a pain in the ass, but that would be his, like, you would call him up, it would ring, and then it would go straight to his voicemail, and, you know, you get that little pause, and then the first thing you'd hear is, <coughs> <laughs> this is Bob, leave a message. I love it. I love it, man. It's I like, think it's... It's so human, you know? Why wouldn't you re-record that? Nah, because it's perfect. No, but I'm saying for him, it just made no sense. Yeah. He was such a character. John, it feels like we haven't talked in... 20 minutes. Is that how long it took for you to take a piss? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I think it's awesome. I think... um, I think... um, So, uh, Christmas is upon us, and... um, I wanted to ask you about uh, something like, so when I met my in-laws, they do seven fish, which I never even heard of. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's a Catholic thing. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I know a lot of Catholics. I've never heard of this. I don't know that it's a Catholic thing. Apparently, it's an Italian thing. It's an Italian thing. Yeah. But that's what they told me. So I didn't know any better. But I I like it. I I really like it because I love seafood. Right. So I instantly was like, shit, yeah, man, let's do this, you know? Well, here's what I could tell you about the seven fishes. My father was like a hardcore Italian. Okay. But when I say hard, no, he really wasn't. He he was very Italian, but Italian-American. Okay. So the, the seven fishes, the traditional seven fishes... He wasn't into it. No? No. Uh, but we still had this massive seafood dinner the night before Christmas. And it was awesome. Like, it was his version of the seven fishes. So, I think, like, the traditional seven fishes is, like, they eat sh- uh, smelts or schmelts or whatever the fuck it is, which I've never had. Yeah. Uh, bacala, what? which is salted cod. Yeah. Which my father hated. Yeah. When he grew up, they did this traditional seven fishes, and he didn't like... I think there's something with bacala where it sits out for like three days. 
So they kind of like... And there's uh, like a smell. Your whole house smells like fish. Mm. And he couldn't stand it. Like, he just couldn't stand that. And I mean, I remember him always bitching about it. Uh, you know, how he hated that. But R7 Fishes was generally like shrimp and linguine. Yeah. Um, flounder. It, whatever, like scallops. Like, it was like a really good time. Yeah. Kinda. It was it was banging. It was Sounds really some, it was fucking fantastic. Every Christmas Eve, he would make like a big seafood dinner, and uh, I think like we would run out of fish to the point where like you're supposed to have seven fishes. I think tuna fish might have been one of the fishes. Like <laughs> that's funny because my my in laws like my my wife loves uh, tuna casserole, yeah. and I'm not a fan just because to me it's. Um, it's like a weird texture thing, like in my brain. Tuna casserole? Yeah, I don't... My girlfriend loves it. She makes it all the time, like, just on the spur of the moment she eats it. My yeah. wife gets upset because, like, she'll be like, oh, I really want it right now. And I'm like, well, fucking make it. And she's yeah. like, well, you won't eat it. And I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Dude, don't do it because yeah, I, right. I want it, yeah. you know? Like, there's plenty of food that I love that you don't particularly care for dude mm-hmm. we eat salmon once or twice a week and i'm sure at some point my really? wife is going to get fucking annoyed with me salmon's you know? good i love if you know how to cook it it's really good a lot of I people am, out there they don't know what the fuck they're doing dude i'm i'm a psycho about it yeah so so that brings me back to the seven fish thing is my mother-in-law was like yeah we're doing seven fish and and i and i said okay well can i bring some salmon because like Right. I'm fucking serious about salmon. No shit. So I would go and buy a full-size fillet. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how fucking big they are. Yeah. I mean, that's like three feet long, you know? And uh, I'll break it into three big chunks, and I'll season each one separately. One I'll bake in the oven, the other one I'll pan fry, and then, like, you know, maybe the other one I'll do something separate. But, like, we do, like, uh, I do, like, this Old Bay rub with teriyaki sauce on it. Or a lemon pepper and bake it, you yeah. know, with some butter on it. No shit. And, uh, yeah. I didn't know you were into cooking like that. Oh, I love I the love cook, cooking. too. I love oh, the cook, Oh, I love too. cooking, man. I'm the one that cooked breakfast this morning. Yeah. Yeah, I woke I'm up very, and was like, I find it very relaxing. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I've been cooking my whole life. You know, me and my father used to cook all the time. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, I'm a foodie. I like Me too. flavorful food. Yep. So my wife, that was like kind of a complaint of hers when we first kind of met is like, Dude, I grew up in the whitest of fucking households. And I mean white as in exactly how whoever's listening to this thinks. Yeah. Fucking white people. White people eating fucking food with no salt or pepper on it. Oh, wow. Like, mayonnaise is spicy, white people. Wow. You know? That's an internet joke. But, uh, yeah, it was bad, dude. It was bad. It was In my household growing up, uh, my mom, my dad was like, my dad had like this weird thing. Uh, like pork chops would get a little barbecue sauce on them, but they would be dry as fuck. Yeah. Pork chops are weird. I, I hate pork chops. I don't now like them either. Because of that. Mm-hmm. I think because of that, because they dried them out so bad that like, I didn't want to fucking eat it. It was mm-hmm. like, I'm like coughing and shit trying to eat this fucking thing. And it's a shame because now, like, I went into the military, I traveled around the world, and I learned seasoning, and I'm fucking in love. Yeah. Like, dude, there's nothing more fascinating to me than uh, experimenting or hearing about somebody making a dish, and they added a little bit of this to it or a little of that to kind of just throw it off some. 
I love it. Yeah. I fucking love. I think culinary arts is. Uh, I mean, people nowadays are definitely starting to appreciate it more. But once upon a time, man, people cooked food like just because like, well, you need to eat something. So here is a fucking drumstick with like a light coating of barbecue sauce on it. And you're like, nah, man. Yeah. Fuck no. Put some dry rub on that shit. Dry rub. Sprinkle some fucking, you know, chili pepper and some fucking and then slather the fuck out of it with some good old fucking barbecue sauce. I see some people do some wild shit now with like ribs and stuff like that like oh. uh like people boil them in like coca-cola or like really yeah like they'll boil or like black cherry soda yeah they'll boil the ribs first in the black cherry soda and then they'll put the dry rub on it and then you know with the sauce and then wrap them in the foil and let them bake for however long and they come out and they're just like delectable like really really sweet and you know <laughs> so this is my this is me and my wife's we're a team effort on the ribs so what we do in our house is we'll put them in a crock pot, mm-hmm. um, and she does like a I think she does like a little Worcestershire with a with a serious fucking dry rub. Like yeah. we we don't fuck around. We use almost every seasoning in the cabinet, and our cabinet is exploding with fucking with, yeah. seasonings. Um, I don't even know. Like if if she said, "Hey, go make the ribs," I would be like, "I don't know what you put on it, but it's fucking good. Do that," you mm-hmm. know. So we, we put them in the crock pot for, I think, um, on low for like five hours maybe, just to soften them up. Yeah. And then I'll go outside, fire up the grill, and I crank that bitch as high as it'll fucking go. Like, I close the lid, and when I see the needle on the fucking thermometer bouncing off the end, wow. now it's time to burn the shit out of these things real quick. And I literally stand there, and I'll have the lid open... And I'm just searing the outside. And at the same time, I'll use two fucking bottles of barbecue sauce. You slather like the sweet shit baby, out of them. Sweet Baby Ray's, you know. And, like, I love the fact that they have different flavors. Like, sometimes I want a little spicy with sweet. Or sometimes I want the honey barbecue. Or, you know, like, dude, try them all. Try them all until you yeah. find the one that you love, you know. But I, I definitely love, when it comes to barbecue, I love a dry rub with some uh sauce on it you yeah. know you got to have a little bit of both as much flavor as you could possibly pack into it that's it dude i mean that's we grew it. up i mean food was a big big deal in my house like yeah. in my family and stuff like that like my father loved to cook he was a great cook and uh it was always like you know it wasn't traditional italian because like some of that traditional italian stuff is like shit i've never even eaten yeah. But like Italian American food, like comfort food was yeah. the cuisine that we grew up on. So did he do like bronzino or any of that stuff? Or? Nah, never no, never nope. You Maybe don't know we, what bronzino is? The I fish? I don't even know. No. So that, that brings us back to the seven fish. I think that's one of the seven fish is that's it? traditional from Italy is bronzino. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Which I just know that It's he... like a bony fish. It's like okay. white, white meat. It's not bad. It's just, yeah. you know. Yeah, I think that's... That traditional seven fishes is just so traditional. It's just out of the realm of what we were even used to. When I say we like when tuna fish was the seventh fish, it was like <laughs> it was tuna fish with crackers before the meal, like an appetizer. <laughs> That's you know? funny. Yeah, I mean, it, but it was so good. It was like it was like a night 
like, I don't know if you ever like of going to Red Lobster and just feast it like a like a moron at like Red Lobster. <laughs> it was kind of like that. I was like, a Joe's Crab Shack kind of guy. Yeah. Red Lobster was like yeah. the only thing they ever did that I thought was pretty good was the uh, the ultimate feast. Well, they did I love the. That. Um, they, uh, towards the end there, they had like these sauteed shrimp that were on these little skewers and yeah. they were like soaked in fucking butter. In the butter, yeah, like the... Oh my God. Yeah, like a shrimp scampi kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah That's kind of what my shrimp and linguine is like. It's like the, it's like the butter sauce with Ooh. the shrimp and Old Bay. When's dinner, dude? When's dude, dinner? Dude, it's good, man. My shrimp and linguine is a... Is <laughs> with a, Old Bay. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'm an Old Bay addict. I'll get like two pounds of shrimp, butter... Uh, Old Bay seasoning, lemon, Italian seasoning, garlic. Just let them saute in that. Put it over some, um, put it over some linguine. And man, it's like it's a huge favorite in my house. Hmm. Huge, huge favorite. Yeah, it sounds good, man. It is good. It's really good. I love. Um, I definitely love hearing other people's recipes. Like, um, dude, you want to hear the funniest thing in the world? Me, dipshit white guy, married to a uh, beautiful black woman. Uh, I fucked up. Uh, I, I fucked up one time with the in-laws. And um, it costed me quite a bit of laughs. Oh, like, wow. So, um, don't ever challenge a black woman on mac and cheese. Yeah. First of all, I fucked up. And everybody laughed so bad in my face which I appreciate. Listen, I love good comedy. Mm-hmm. But I was like, well, I think my mac and cheese is pretty fucking good. And they like started cracking up and they're like, oh, yeah? First question. Did you bake it? What do you mean, bake it? Yeah. And they were like, that's how you fucked up right off the bat. Right off the bat, you fucked up, you know? So, uh, so then like my sister-in-law, who is a really good cook... Like, uh, I, I feel like she's one of those people that has, she should have went into the world of, of being a chef because she is really great at, um, tasting foods and, and like, like if I want a suggestion on a great restaurant in Philly, like a small little dive place that has like something that I'm like looking for, she's my go-to. Like, I'm like, dude, this is the woman that I got to ask her. Hey, where, where do you find this at, you know? So anyway, she makes this fucking amazing mac and cheese that's baked with who the fuck knows what seasonings in it, which, growing up as a kid, you think, why would mac and cheese have seasoning in it? Oh, yeah. but it does. Yeah, you gotta put some taste in there. Yeah, man. Beyond just cheese. And, and like, it's not just fucking elbow noodles with cheddar cheese. It's like different and, cheeses, like dude, four different cheeses. They put the breadcrumbs yeah. on top. Nah, no breadcrumbs no, no bread for crumbs? them, but no. they do do a layer of cheese and uh, cheddar, like 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 sharp cheddar and something else. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is so much fucking cheese in this thing that it's like a little bit of elbows mixed in with, with some cheese, cheese yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, which, it sucks because I'm lactose intolerant now. Are you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. dude, it's, it's fucking killing me, but... Um, I take these freaking lactate pills just so I can eat some mm. food sometimes and enjoy things that I used to enjoy. But um, anyway, man, they laughed so fucking hard. And I, I now I'm like ashamed. Now yeah. I'm like, I will never in my life tell them that I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so that was my little uh, error. But 
when I brought that fucking salmon, that's when like they were like, okay, okay, maybe he knows what he's doing here. Yeah. You know, like he can't make no mac and cheese, but he can fucking <laughs> cook some salmon. Yeah. You know? So. There's a certain, like my family, me and my brother, we almost compete over it. Uh, meatballs is like, homemade yeah. meatballs is our thing. My brother's, he's, um, he's good, but me and my daughter, <laughs> I think we got him beat. But, um, <laughs> but that's just, I think it's kind of like a hit or miss thing. Like sometimes you have like a great batch of them. Sometimes you might do something screwy, but it's like a little friendly competition kind of thing that we do. My father was like the king of making meatballs. And the only reason I know how to make them is because every Saturday night we would mix them all up, roll them and everything, fry them up and get them ready for the gravy the next day. And that was like probably three weeks out of the month we would do that. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they were just perfect. Just the perfect meatballs. Like, and no measurements, like just did it all by, you know, instinct, the way that he would season them and stuff like that. But, uh, me and my brother have been, for years now kind of back and forth with it like he thinks he makes the best meatball my mother thinks she <laughs> makes the best meatball i think i make the best meatball and uh there was nothing more satisfying than the time i showed up at my mother's house with these meatballs and i was like here take a bite out of this and she bit it into it and it was like she tasted like a memory like they were identical to the way my father made them and she just had this look on her face like oh my god that's it he made it he made the right meatball you know my brother is, like, really big on garlic. He loves garlic. Yeah. So it's, like, he'll really kind of lay into it. I mean, sometimes they're out of this world, but every once in a while, like, I do it, too. Like, you might fuck something up and add too much of something <laughs> somewhere, and it just ruins the, you know. So I'm I'm a habitual over-seasoner. Yeah. Like, my salmon, uh, we have this one seasoning that I really favor. Uh, it's called Johnny's Alaskan Salmon Seasoning, and... It's from the West Coast or somewhere over there. I somehow found it on a shelf in Acme one time. And now I can't find it anymore. So I order it on Amazon in, in like a case. Mm-hmm. And I have it like stored in the fucking closet. Like we have lots of extras. Um, but I have a, such a bad habit of being like, oh yeah, dude, just a little more. Just sprinkle yeah. a little more on there. And then like we're eating it and my wife's like, hmm. Maybe you went a little heavy on that one, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, ah, whatever, man. I like, like I said, I grew up in this household where, uh, I don't know why, man, but they just didn't put seasoning on any fucking thing. It was, yeah, man, there was like a stark contrast in the food between my mother's side of the family and my father's side of the family. And, uh, and what's weird was like certain people on my father's side weren't really that great at cooks, despite you know, having grown up with, like, we had this one aunt, we would go to her house, and he would tell me, and like, don't take your jacket off. He was like, <laughs> we're not staying to eat here. He goes, don't take your jacket off. That's funny. You know, so, like, because she just, she was a terrible cook. Yeah. And, uh, which was weird, because you would think they all came from the same place, they all ate the same things, they would know how to cook Some like people have it, though, man. Yeah. I think some people have the Yeah, the some people are good it. at it, some people just aren't. And what was also cool about my dad's side of the family, like, my dad and his brothers and his sisters, they were all Italian, but they all married outside of Italian heritage. Like So, like, my one uncle, he had, like, a Cuban wife. Oh. And they would always have, like, the pig roast. Yeah. Like, uh, they would do it every summer. They would, like, Christmas Eve, they would have this big Christmas Eve uh, party. And uh, we would go at, out there after we would do, our, like, our dinner at home. And then 
man, like sometimes holidays were just about eating. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it was, yeah. oh man, it was so good. But, um, so we're doing this thing. Um, so my mom, uh, my mom and dad just sold their house uh-huh. and it's like a big transition. Like, so my dad owns an apartment building. They decided they're going to downsize. They don't need this giant fucking house, uh, you know, in their neighborhood no more. They sold, they're living in one of their apartments. And I think the plan is that they're eventually going to make another apartment above my dad's shop. My dad has this shop where he builds his hot rods and shit. It's basically his man cave, you know? So they're going to build this beautiful apartment above it. And uh, I think that's where they're going to basically live and retire. That's pretty cool. Which, dude, I think it's awesome. You know, I think it's fucking great. Uh, which gives them the freedom, too, to travel. Now they can go take the, the, the fucking camper and go drive around the country if they want to. They can, they can enjoy themselves. Yeah. So... That being said, now that their house is gone, my mom used to do Christmas dinner every year religiously, and she cooked. Now, she had particular dishes that was traditional. Like, we knew she did these breakfast quiches, and there's, like, this big transition. This year, we are the ones that are doing Christmas morning, and there's, like, this, like, uh, you know, air of anxiety because you like, think you're not going to measure up? Uh, not us. My wife and I. My wife has already made a few quiches just like fucking yeah. around. The one problem is that this is the family that I'm talking about that's not used to flavor. Mm. So like my wife is like, I want to put some vegetables in it. I want to do this. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't break from the mold. Dude, you make one for them. And one for... One for us. Yeah. Because... They're not going to eat the one that we like that yeah. has all the seasonings and all the fucking, if you want to throw a little spinach in there, like, I'm cool. Like, I'm I'm used to the vegetables now. Like, I've gotten, you know, like, I, dude, in the beginning, I hated vegetables. Now, really? I eat a fucking salad several times a week, and, like, I'm changing my diet. I'm, like, I'm learning to appreciate yeah. other foods, you know? So, uh... But my mom and my dad, no, dude, you can't, you can't fuck with them like that. <laughs> yeah, kind of throw them off completely. They're gonna fucking starve to death if you yeah. do that. <laughs> that was the thing is like, um, like my father's family, they did things a certain way. And then my mother's family, like you said, it was you know they're from the same area that you're from. There was something bland about the cooking at those houses. Brutal. Uh, and no, not a knock against any of them, but you know. My aunt couldn't make a chicken cutlet to save her life. Like, and she would She'll bring dry them, it out. But she would bring them to every uh, to every function, oh, like a big me. like platter of chicken cutlets. And we're like, man, what the fuck are these chicken cutlets? These are terrible. And uh, no seasoning, or what do you mean? I just I don't know what it was, man. She just did not know how to cook a chicken cutlet properly. And, and chicken cutlets are a big deal in my house. Like, yeah. my my girlfriend calls me King Cut. Yeah. You know, because, like, I, I make a really good chicken cutlet. Like, that's... Like a, chicken parm, you mean? No, or? just chicken cutlets, man. Just, you know, cut. my sister was, like, the queen of chicken cutlets. So how do you make them? What do you, you Real fry thin them cut. Or? Yeah, you fry them up. Real thin cut. Uh, You know, I'm not going to reveal every secret to how I make it, but, you know, almost like you would just drop it in the pan and it's done in under a minute, like, the way yeah. that I cook them. Like, it's like a flash cook maybe that was the problem with my aunts is maybe she was cooking them on too low of a heat and they were kind of just drying them soggy out. no they were like soggy like the breading was soggy 
I don't know how the fuck she did that, but dude, <laughs> these were the absolute worst chicken cutlets. They were an embarrassment to the chicken cutlet community, and uh, I just was not into it at all, man. But the like, chicken cutlet community. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, good lord, dude. Like, I just remember going. Like, we our Christmases were like we would go to my mother's side of the family early, and then we would go out to Jersey to my father's side of the family, and. It was almost like an unwritten rule. Do not eat at uh, at your mother's side of the family's house. Don't eat there. You know? That's and then, funny. Yeah. But my dad was such a, an amazing cook as far as, you know, his Christmas dinners, his Christmas Eve dinners. Like, he was just, man, he just, Tuesday nights he would make homemade pizza. It was really? just, oh my God, dude. It was the best. My uncle owned a pizza parlor in Philadelphia on 10th and Federal for years. Uh, like right around that same area that Geno's is at. Yeah, and yeah, Pat's. yeah, yeah. So like around the other side of the park, there was a little place called Joe Britt's. That was my uncle's pizzeria. No shit. Now, listen, I don't think he gives a shit because I don't think that's what it was there for. It wasn't there for pizza. Really? I think he was doing other things. Ah, we won't But it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. But my point being is that pizza sucked. He made the worst fucking pizza on the planet. My uncle's pizza. Maybe parlor. that was a part of it, though. Maybe he knew, like, uh, it was terrible. Yeah, he it didn't want anybody terrible. walking in there, you know. So my dad would cook all weekend. He'd make, you know, we'd make like sausage and peppers. We'd make uh, meatballs. We'd make all this stuff, and we'd have a lot of this stuff left over. So Tuesday nights, my dad would go to the pizza parlor and grab some of the dough. He'd just grab the dough, bring it home pound out his own dough make his own pizzas with his meatballs his sausage and peppers you know he used to make this one it was like mozzarella provolone salami and like banana peppers mm. that was like his own like and he would eat that you know to the dick like just that was his <laughs> that was his fucking pizza and uh hold on hold on because you sent me the notes i think we need to explain uh this expression that you just used to, to the, the dick. To the dick. Oh, okay. So um, what's the origins of to the dick? The only place I've ever heard this is in my old neighborhood in Grace Ferry. <laughs> and to the dick basically means this is all mine. Like, yeah. I'm not sharing this. This is just mine. Um, it's kind of like to the head. Like people say like I'm, I'm going to smoke this to the head or whatever. Yeah. But we said to the dick. <laughs> so um, it would be like... And it would be anything. Like, I'm going to eat these 20 nuggets to the dick. I'm going to smoke this joint to the dick, you know? <laughs> and uh, basically what it meant was, this is just mine. You can't have any. So. Well, I think we have the title to this show. That's To the sure. dick? <laughs> to the dick. <laughs> yeah. Is it? But the only people that I hear say it now, you know, I say it, and uh, my kids say it now. My kids really? say it all the time. Yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll be eating something or whatever. And they're like, oh, this is so good. I'm eating this to the dick, you know? But <laughs> they only say it because they've heard me say it, so. I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we'll get some followers out of this. And it'll be like a And they'll be walking the around dick. the neighborhood like, yo, man, this fucking cheesesteak <laughs> to the dick, dude. <laughs> to the dick. Yeah. You know? That's fucking gold right there. <laughs> That's fucking gold. All right, so let's let's stay on time. I want to hear about these pizzas. Oh, these man. pizzas were fucking amazing, and they weren't like giant pizzas. They weren't like standard sixteen size, like sixteen inch pizzas. They were like almost personal size pizzas, like, but they were maybe not personal. Personal would be too small. 
Enough that you could get eight slices out of it. But these so were you're like thinking like a like a like a twelve or fourteen yeah, inch. Yeah, like a twelve or fourteen inch pizza. Really crispy. Like the the dough would be like crispy to a certain extent. But these were hearty. These yeah. were like he would really hook them up with you so know. So thin crust but with a lot of a lot uh, of toppings, man. Yeah, a lot of toppings. Yeah. Like you would each like if you ate three slices of any one of these pizzas, you ate a meal. Huh. You know, the meatballs were out of this fucking world. Like there was nothing like these meatballs. Um he would do sausage and peppers, which was always good. Um, with the mozzarella, we would do homemade strombolis sometimes. Like, just the perfect shit, man. And we used to go to this place in uh, Philly for all of our lunch meat on Saturdays. Saturday night was, like, the food prep night. Yeah? So, like, we didn't go crazy cooking a meal on Saturday. We would go to this place in Philly called Mateo's, and we would buy lunch meat there. It was this, like, Italian, like... Kind of kind of like Italian a Toludo's. No? no, you know you've heard of Toludo's. I know. I actually know the uh, the brother of the guy that owns that place. Right. So Toludo's. I think before Mateo's was Mateo's, it might have been a Toludo's, but really? it was kind of the same thing, like Italian cuisine, uh, lunch meat, things like that. And we would get all of our lunch meat at this place called Mateo's, and we would make sandwiches that night, like hoagies. But that was the night that we had to prepare for Sunday dinner. Sunday dinner is a big thing in Italian families. Like, you cook all day, like, you know, early. You get up early, you start cooking your dinner right off the bat. Huh. You know, so you're eating by, like, 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and it's just an all-day ordeal. You're eating your meal early, you're eating leftovers by the end of the night. Like, food is a big deal. I love it. Yeah, man. And our family was just a big deal. But these pizzas were out of the, out of this world. Like, nothing like it. Like, you know, I can't think of too many places that I eat now where I go yet. Yeah, like, there was just certain things that just set a standard in my mind as far as food went that nobody's ever been able to compare to since. You know? So so what about in Delco? Like, like uh, let's do a little Delco review then. Yeah. Like, what do, you, what do you think is, like, good the, pizza in Delco? Um... I'm a little partial to uh, Italian style and Falcroft. Yeah. I really like their pizza. Um, I think that guy Mario just kills it, man. Like some of his pizza. Like, my favorite is the upside down pizza that he makes there. Yeah. It's like with the sauce on top. Like Romano's does. Yeah. 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 You like Romano's or no? I, I only remember going there a few times when I had a girlfriend that lived in Tinicum. Yeah. And I would go there every once in a while. I'd have like the Stromboli or whatever. Yeah. Which I think the Stromboli's really good. But beyond that, I don't know too much about them. But uh, I'd say Italian style. And there's a place in Sharon Hill that makes great fucking pizza. This place called Supreme on Chester Pike. Really? I haven't had not one thing from this place that was shitty. Really? Dude unbelievable pizza hmm. yeah i would say that they're my top two as far as pizza goes in delaware county so right now in this particular area because the circle's small you know like we used to order from this place in briarcliff uh dino's yeah uh, i kind of like it you know like like i don't think it's i don't think it's bad but i definitely think that there's a difference between pizza in philly and pizza in delco yeah. you know now there are some places around like i definitely like the go-to, which everybody seems to rave about, is like Pico's. You know, yeah, or, Pico's you know, pizza, yeah. I think it's pretty good. I mean, I, I definitely am a favor of uh, thin crust pizza. Uh huh. More flavor. Uh, I like to see when somebody takes the sauce, dude. Don't just buy canned sauce and just dump it on the fucking pizza. No. 
add some flavor to yeah, it. Yeah, you, you gotta know? make your own sauce. Yeah, yeah. You I know? think that's what I like about Italian style is they have a very distinct sauce. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Hmm. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. I do love Italian style's pizza. What about? I'd uh, say that's my pick. Is Italian style. So what about cheesesteaks then? I mean, dude, we're in the land of yeah. cheesesteaks. And you know what's funny is like, <laughs> you say that thing about they're kind of like being a world difference between Philly and Delco. Yeah. I almost feel like there's better food as far as like a cheesesteak goes out here than there is in Philadelphia. You think so? I think so. I almost know so. So let's let's dive into that conversation, yeah. man. Because well, first I... of all, everybody that's an outsider, they, you know... The tourist attraction is like shit like Geno's and Pat's. Yeah. Which, dog shit. Yeah. Dog shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Absolutely. Um, I so think- so can I can I uh, specify why I think that it's not really that great? So, like in Delco, we do this thing where we chop the meat real tiny. Yeah. And for some reason in Philly, especially Pat's and Geno's... They just slap it on the pan and dude, flip it's, it. Dude, it's like six big chunks of like... Like hearty, like like gristle. It's yeah, yeah. like shit. It's yeah. not good meat. Well, here's the thing: you know? the gristle has to be there. You have to have the fat there for the flavor. You do, but which, you can you can chop it up so it's not as yeah. Uh, you have to chop it up so that 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 fat travels around the meat a little bit yeah. to get the flavor right. If you just have it at one, it, dude, Gino's is garbage. Yeah, yeah. I remember one time I took my son to Pat's, and we went there. Fuck, I want to say it was like the day after Thanksgiving. I got done work early, and he was young at the time. He wanted to go to the, go to the movies. Actually, he wanted to go ice skating. And we went to the ice skating rink of Philly, and they were closed. So we decided to go to a movie. So while we were waiting for the movie, I said, would you want to go get something to eat? And he said, yeah. And I said, well, what do you want to do? He goes, let's go get a cheesesteak. Like, it was like a big thing for him to get a cheesesteak in Philly. Yeah. And I didn't want to say to him, like, listen, you've already had good enough cheesesteaks where we're at. <laughs> but... We went to Pat's because he had never been there and he wanted to try it out. Dude, I swear to God, it was so cold outside that there was so much, like, oil on this cheesesteak that the cold, you know, like when you leave... It congealed? Yeah, man. And I just, I felt like the worst parent in the world letting my son eat it. And I, like, I remember (laughs) scraping it off the side of the sandwich with my finger and just thinking, like, this is the most disgusting fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. I was like, a, I was embarrassed of taking them there. Uh, yeah, Pat's and Geno's, dog shit. Uh, if this podcast takes off, yeah, they're they, gonna be mad at us, not, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I think of all those places, like those little, like you know, those. I I pick Phil's. Phil's is my favorite. So I hear a lot of guys mention Phil's. I love Phil's. Uh, the South- but it's the same. It's just the the meat slapped down on the thing. It's not all chopped up. Yeah. But I do like Phil's. So I was partial to uh, the recently closed gyms in, yeah. in West Philly. My father did the uh, the tile for gyms. Really? The black tiles outside. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, uh, so, so my brother-in-law has a house right around the corner. And when me and my wife went over there, I think we were dropping off furniture or something. She was like, oh, well, let's go over to Jim's. And I wasn't even aware that that was the original Jim's. Uh-huh. And it's in a rough fucking neighborhood. Yeah. Like, dude, it is for real. Be goddamn careful, you know? So uh, she's like, all right, come on, let's walk around a corner and go to Jim's. And I'm like, all right, cool. Man, we walk in there and I'm just like, dude, these people fucking do not want me here right, right. now. But it was hands down... 
the best cheesesteak that I've ever had in the city limits of Philadelphia. Yeah. In my opinion. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, but I always tell guys, especially I go to I go to North Jersey and New York a lot. Everybody wants to ask me, oh, you're from Philly. Where do you go to get a good cheesesteak? That's usually my answer. Now they close, so that's yeah. That can't be my answer no more. But um, but the the way I explain it, and I think it's the very Philly answer, is you got to go to a rough neighborhood, yeah, and look for the greasiest, shittiest place. <laughs> right. And and to me, I mean, not, I'm not trying to put down gyms, but like, dude, it was kind of a shithole. Right. You know, it was kind of a shithole. But sometimes those places have the best food. Dude, the flavor was in the grill. The yep. flavor was we cooked had a place like into that the grill. In Philly, uh, right across on, I lived in Grace Ferry. There was a place in Grace Ferry called Frankie Poor Boys. Yeah. Dude, everything this place made. You walked in there, like you said, total shithole. Yeah. But it literally, you'd walk in there and like the smell, of like the, the grill and the fried onions on the grill like punched you in the fucking face. Oh my face. God, I love it. Yeah, man, it was a banger. Yeah. Like they, everything they made was so goddamn good. They had this uh, this burger called the Through the Garden Burger. It was like a dollar <laughs> five, right? <laughs> and it would just be like, it was fresh beef, you know, with just everything the fuck on it. Like a little cheeseburger. Every yeah. kid in the neighborhood was getting a Through the Garden Burger. Oh man, yeah, they're so fucking good. I I think that that's the Philly. What is it about Philly that we appreciate? Um, we we love an underdog. We love. Yeah. Uh, we love the. Um, it's like, almost like if you do too good, we're gonna shit on you for it, dude. We we are brutal. Yeah, you know. It's maybe like I just did it to Geno's and Pets. Like they're maybe, pretty established, and I just shit all over them. I know, and that's maybe that is part of the issue is the fact that once you get a little infamy and you get some success going, your quality kind of. So let's a dive. hope this podcast doesn't take off because I don't want people to shit on us. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like fuck these guys. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> Chris is always coughing. Jesus. Fuck that guy. Fucking piece of shit, man. <laughs> um, so like uh like the like the cheesesteak thing. So oh, so let's bring it back to Delco versus Philly. Because I think that there's distinctions in the flavor, the way the meat's prepared, what cheese they use. Um I've never been a fan of that fucking cheese whiz bullshit. Really? Yeah, I don't do that. I like Do you it. like the cheese whiz? I like it sometimes. But yeah. but it has to be good flavored cheese whiz. Yeah. Because some people use just some shit that they bought at like, uh, you know, like some cheese whiz tastes like nacho cheese, and it's right. like it doesn't have like a strong flavor to it. So then it sucks. It's it's nothing. It's, right. it's dog shit. American cheese is good because it has a strong flavor to it. You know. I'm all about white American. You got to put white American cheese on my cheesesteak. Dude, you want to hear a funny thing? Uh, not cheesesteak related, but like. When I go to North Jersey, they don't use white American cheese on any fucking thing. If really? I get an egg sandwich... Is it yellow American? They use shitty ass, like, craft fucking cheese, yeah? and I hate it. Wow. Like, dude, I'm like, you need to put some salt, pepper, and ketchup on this yeah. to fucking give me some flavor, because that's dog shit. My cheesesteak is just white American, fried onions, ketchup. Really? Yeah. I don't put peppers on there. I don't put mayonnaise on a cheesesteak. None of that shit. I no. just... Nah. I'm a I'm a fried onions and mushrooms. Yeah. Uh with American cheese. Yeah, it's gotta yeah. be white American. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I will say, and this is when Philly people are gonna freak the fuck out. 
is if the if it doesn't have a lot of flavor in it, I'm gonna jazz it up with a little mustard. Yeah, my girlfriend likes that. Some people get pissed off at me when I say that. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I'm like, ah. Sorry. My girlfriend used to. She would put. Um, I think she would say it was mayonnaise, spicy mustard. Yeah. And pepperoni. Uh, on a cheesesteak. Now, this isn't something that she would order on a regular basis. Yeah. Just, just something she was like, I've had it a few times, and it was out of this world. But it seemed like, I've had a pepperoni cheesesteak. It just feels like I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> it's it's delicious. Don't get me wrong. It is pretty goddamn good. But it just feels like this is not something I should ever be eating. You yeah, know, just yeah. from a health standpoint, this is just taking it too far out of the realm of, Yeah. you know. Hmm. Eating in good conscience or something. I don't know. So here's here's the last little piece uh, that I'm going to say. And maybe I'm breaking the code right now and people are going to get real fucking mad at me. But I know for a fact that there's a few shops around that are cooking Italian seasoning into the meat. Oh, yeah? Oh, my God. Really? Like an Italian beef kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, I've never had yeah, that. Dude. Oh, it just adds that little bit. There is no need. Now... There's a there's a, a shop up the street. I, I tasted it instantly. Uh-huh. So I'm one of these guys that if I eat something, I start picking apart the flavors. And I'm like, what's that flavor? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Yep, that's definitely Italian seasoning. I can taste it, you yeah. know? So there's a there's a shop up the street, Delco Steaks. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're using... I've never had their... their uh, I think it's pretty good. There. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with it, you Fair know? shit. So in in the uh, <coughs> ah my god I'm dying here excuse me man I'm sorry <laughs> dude it's like so gross I'm sitting here like wheezing on this fucking <laughs> mic man um so if you were to ask me a guy that grew up in Delco where to get a great cheesesteak in Delco my my go tos are believe it or not. Believe it or not, I really enjoy Nifty Fifties cheesesteaks. Yeah, I think they're getting a little slim on the meat. They used to have a much more full sandwich, uh-huh. a little bigger, and now that they're they're getting big, things are changing. Yeah, I love Nifty Fifties. I know the owners of Nifty Fifties. I will always be in support of them. It's like I'm like a, a Nifty Fifties fan, like how people are with Wawa. I think yeah. Wawa sucks. Yeah, I Wawa fucking blows. hate Wawa. Yeah. But I understand why people in Delco are pro-Wawa. Because it's a Delco company. So I'm like that with Nitty Fifties. So I think Nitty Fifties uh, is a contender. But maybe not the best. Mm-hmm. If I were to give my top, it would be Leo's. Yeah? I like Leo's. Do you yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. Look, a lot of people like Leo's. Yeah. I think my issue with that is I don't think the meat that they use is the best quality. Really? I don't know. I just, that's my, my brother likes it too. I think my complaint with Leo's is because they are, one of their things that they do is they give you an, a huge, a huge amount, amount of, of meat. meat. But that's also why I think that maybe the meat is not the best quality. They wouldn't be giving it away like that. So, because they pack the sandwich with so much meat, I feel like the flavor uh, lacks on the cheese side. So, you right. have to order extra cheese yeah. for the amount of meat that's on that sandwich. Yeah. Now, for the sake of like a good cheesesteak 
that it matches the amount of meat that's on there. I'm from Eddystone, and I used to eat Liberty cheesesteaks. Yeah, Liberty was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's definitely... But then there's also, on the other side of Chester in Brookhaven, there was Phil and Jim's. Yeah, I never They were pretty that. good, too, back yeah. in the day. I'm going to say my favorite cheesesteak... And here's the thing. You have to go in there, and you have to eat it in there. Yeah. There's something about it coming off the pan and being fresh in front of your face while you're there... Rather than if you were to order it at home and have to wait for them to bring it to you. Swarthmore Pizza. Yeah? Yep. Hands down, my favorite cheesesteak in the area. The problem with Swarthmore is the people from Swarthmore are cunts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm nah. just kidding. Uh, I, I can't speak on the food, but I definitely have a disposition towards... Yeah? The uh, residents? The residents of Swarthmore. <laughs> I think they're full of shit, you know? Like, I used to say... Look, I, I, um, I used to say that there's a certain section of Swarthmore where I think the people are made out of tofu. <laughs> like, My favorite is, uh, I swear, I drive through Swarthmore to get to 320 Market, because 320 yeah. Market has the fucking best salads. Yeah. Dude, I would drive across this fucking country to go get a salad from them. Listen, you know what I get at 320 Market? Uh, they slice a pineapple up there. I love pineapple. But yeah. I don't, I don't want to cut it at home. I will overpay <laughs> for this pineapple. Yeah. Just for the way that they cut it up. Yeah. It's so fucking good, man. I love 320 Market. Dude, you know what I've been wanting to try? Let's bring it back. Let's let's go back to an earlier conversation. Lately, I've been thinking about doing uh, baked salmon with a slice of pineapple on it. Mm-hmm. and some... I, I do that to my ribs. I put pineapple on my ribs. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I know a lot of guys that do that. Yeah. But so my thought was, is the pineapple with hot sauce and chili powder uh-huh. on top of the pineapple. Yeah. To give it uh, sweet and, right. and hot. Yep. I've been thinking about trying something like that. Do it. Yeah, yeah, that might be on the menu tonight. Yeah, yeah. sounds good. Yeah. All right, so where were we? Swarthmore cunts. Swarthmore cunts. Yeah. <laughs> nah. That should be their li- like little league team. Swarthmore pizza, I think, has got the best <laughs> cheesesteak. Yeah, the Swarthmore cunts. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, where my my disposition towards that comes cunts. from. My mother hates the word cunt. I know, dude. Oh my gosh, it's, it's so it. brutal, man. I guess I don't know. I don't think it is, but. Uh. A lot of women, that's like, you end an argument with the word cunt. Oh, man, yeah. dude. That is like, it either ends or it escalates to violence, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, cunt. I think my favorite way to use the word cunt is towards men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop being so cunty. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, I think it's a really great insult. It's like, better than bitch. Yeah, sometimes. like if I call a guy a cunt, I'm basically saying that you're... You're really not a man. Yeah, like you're, you're very. It's a very emasculating term. Like yeah, uh, yeah, yep. yeah. It's fun. It's really fun. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, bitch is pretty fucking bad. Bitch is bad. Yeah, yeah. I definitely throw that in there if I'm really mad at somebody. Yeah. If I call somebody a fucking bitch. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm, Especially men. Like, yeah. It, it's that's kind of going to be an age old one. So maybe I'm getting, like, really traditional. Like, I don't really like talking to women. Like, I, I would never call a woman, like, a, I would never, like, like call a woman a hard C. Like, I wouldn't say it to a woman. Right. I would do it to a man. But but I also think that, I like, think if you're being a cunt, you're being a cunt. 
Yeah. You know? Oh, women definitely have earned it. I'm not saying it in a degrading way. I'm saying, like, there's certain instances, like, man or woman, if you're being a cunt, you're being a cunt. (laughs) And in Swarthmore, I'm just saying, the per capita, (laughs) there is just a huge population. Per capita. (laughs) (laughs) There is a huge population of cunts. Yeah. You know? (laughs) See, like, I don't even think of, like... I don't, when I think, when you say that, like, the Swarthmore cunts, I think of, like, <laughs> I think of, like, those hipster doofuses with the fucking man buns, like, the guys. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, you got a man bun, you <laughs> fucking cunt. No. <laughs> no. no, I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you yeah, You know yeah. exactly what I like mean. Like, the beanie, and they're, yeah. uh, they're drinking coffee out of a milk jug or something. Right, like, that's like, another thing I fucking hate. Oh, my God. Here's something I fucking hate. Don't ever serve me a fucking drink in a jar. Yeah. Oh my! It hurts my soul. Really? I fucking hate it. I hate it. In a jar? Yep. Really? People, yeah, they bring you out like a iced tea, like a home brewed iced tea, and it's in a fucking jar. That's so funny because I love it. Do you really? My, I don't know why. My girlfriend loves it too. Maybe that's why I hate it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, we're we're strange people, man. Yeah, I can't stand it. Yeah, like I like. I like uh, my beverages in glasses and cups. Really? Yeah, I get really upset about the jars. No, I'm the opposite. I don't really, really care for cups. Hmm. Yeah. All right, that's it. We're done here. We're fucking done here, yeah. dude. That's it. We're done ski. We're yep. done ski. This is the end. This is the end. <laughs> this is the this is the second end. This is the second end yeah. to this show. Yeah. Nah. Um nah, and look, I don't want to shit on everybody in Swarthmore, but I definitely know what you mean. There's a generalization that that's what lives there. Yeah. You know? I just think they're full of shit because, like, and this is kind of a political uh, opinion, but, like, I always see all these signs that say, like, hate has no home here, but I always think, like, dude, nobody other than white lives in that neighborhood. What Uh. the fuck are you talking about? Like, dude, don't tell me that because I grew up in Eddystone, a very mixed neighborhood, and but there was plenty of hate down there. I think historically, Swarthmore is a black area. No fucking way. Historic Swarthmore is black. Really? I'm pretty sure. I So when I think of historically uh, black neighborhoods, like, like Yadin is known as, used to be a very well-to-do black neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know? And, and it's there's some still some very beautiful homes in Yadin, you know? Um... But I don't think that like, like uh, with the way our 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 society is, we don't promote that or explain that like right. that's what this neighborhood used to be. But like, I'm a weirdo and I I fucking read little signs that tell me all this shit. And, like, yeah. You know what I mean? You ever driving down a road and you see like the old historic signs? Right. I'll like stop and fucking read it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what does that say? I think you know what you're not liking about Swarthmore is what a lot of people don't like a lot about things is you have this contingency of, like, people who are very ideal in their thinking without really knowing the reality of what they're saying. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, Like, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. It sounds very, you know, sounds really good. Yeah. But you can't really apply it to what you're thinking realistically. I think if you say you're going to be this, don't fucking say it. Just be it. Right. Don't don't put a T-shirt. You don't need on. to advertise it. Yeah. 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 Like it's like people that um, 
Like, you ever seen a video of a guy that'll go and give, like, some homeless guy, like, $500? But, gotta, but he records the whole thing. Yeah, he's got to do it on tape. And then, like, the homeless guy's crying, and he's thanking the guy. And, like, it's like some yuppie college dickhead kid that's like, mm-hmm. Oh, no, man, I'm just here to help you. I just... Oh, man. And then he comes back and tells the camera, this guy was homeless, and now he's going to yeah. go get his Don't life together. Don't fucking tape it. Just Dude, fucking do it. you're a worthless piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, you're a fucking cunt. Because you're only cunt. doing this. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, that's the cunt. That's a cunt. Yep. You know? You did it just because you knew the internet would love you for it. Yeah. You're not, you're not really a nice person. Yeah, if you need an audience. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Right. So. While we sit here and do our podcast. Well, so like... <laughs> I think it's better when everybody thinks you're a cunt. Yeah. Like, like I act like an asshole. Uh-huh. Let's be honest. Most people outside of the, you know, like in Delco, me and my big loud mouth, everybody knows me as like a shit talker and a loud mouth. They have no fucking clue what I really do yeah. in my life. And I'm not going to say it right now because nobody needs to know. It doesn't matter. Right. Maybe I help little old ladies walk across the fucking street every Sunday. Mm-hmm. You don't fucking need to know. Because I don't do it for the publicity. I do it because there's a part of Because it's a moral my... value. It's it's part of your... Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, and to me, that's the biggest, most important thing. Is, is don't... I, I, I guess I just don't like people that... They need uh, an audience to be good. Yeah. yeah. Celebrities do that a lot. Yeah. Whenever I see a celebrity that's like... Uh, you know, they need uh, to announce that they're philanthropists. They're or like, some shit. oh, you know, I'm starting this charity for little children in wheelchairs, and I'm like, mm-hmm. here we go, jerk off, like, dude, just, uh, that, just fucking just do, do it. it. Yeah, just do it. You and know, shut the fuck up. Yeah, you right. don't need a camera crew following you to fuck around. You know, making a documentary about. Not that I have a problem with somebody recognizing it and talking about it. I don't, but yeah, to kindly seem like shamelessly self-promote yourself for being good. Yeah, gets on my nerves. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Dude, this was all about food until yeah. like the last 10 minutes. And then we had to say something about Swarthmore. Them Swarthmore cunts. <laughs> nah, <laughs> look, I like it around there, but I get what you're saying. I think it's a beautiful neighborhood. I would love to own a house in Swarthmore. Yeah. Yep. I think, um, I really love how, uh, like the trees, there's a lot of trees yeah, in a lot Swarthmore, of, yep. you know? But, but it's uh, such an, it's such a... But if I move there, would I become a cunt? Well, here's the thing is, like, they kind of have this very, like, and not to make this political, but like you said, there's a very kind of, like, liberal way of thinking around there. But it's also, like, one of the most unattainable fucking neighborhoods that there are around So that's the part that bothers me the most, you know, is you priced yourself so far out of the range. Right. Where do you get off? You know, like, dude, what do you mean hate has no home here? Nobody can fucking afford a, a right. home in your neighborhood, you know? Yep. My house was 250 Your house is three times that. And listen, the you people know? that live there, they take a lot of pride in their neighborhood. Sure. So, like, I see people that are riding their bikes sometimes stopping to pick trash up off the ground that isn't theirs. Yeah. You know, like, they do take pride in their neighborhood. Yeah. But, I mean, you'd have to be fucking rich yeah like really wealthy to live there i think it's a lot of lawyers and uh doctors cunts cunts yeah you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
But Swarthmore pizza, you Swarthmore guys do pizza's a, cheese steak is fucking amazing. You do a good cheese steak, man. Yeah, you do it's a good amazing. cheese steak. You know, yeah, your clientele is cunts. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the guy. Yeah, you know, our last episode was about we, career suicide, and we might be de- like we're trying to be like the grassroots Delco guys. <laughs> And we're shitting all over an entire fucking town over here. Dude, I hope to God we get a fucking yeah. message on social media that's like, uh, by the way, I own the pizza shop. At and, least we're uh, attacking a soft you're neighborhood. You're a fucking jerk off. We're not, yeah. It's not like we're like, hey, man, those people in Falkroft, they fucking suck. Dude, Falkroft's got enough problems, all right? Let's just... Dude, you guys are... You're fucking hanging on by a thread, all nah. right, man? Listen, you can get the best pizza in Falkroft. Yeah. You get the best cheesesteak in Swarthmore. You got the best drugs in Falkroft. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I lived in Falkroft for a long time. Really? Yeah, I did. I lived yeah. there for, I think, about five years I lived in Falkroft. It was a it was a rough little town. I think, yeah. I think uh, whenever I think about, like, hard Delco towns, I think of, like, Falkroft and Norwood and, and, like, all the way to, like, Eddystone. There's, like, that stretch along the river. Yeah. Like to me, that's like the uh, the real blue collar. Once you get up towards Baltimore Pike and then above there, Springfield I have, and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't think any of that shit is really like what we think of as Delco. It's Delco, right? Yeah, you know? there's not that's not that seediness to it. Yeah, to, to some of the rest of it, right? Yeah, well, down this way, there's definitely the uh, you know criminal activity and the uh, you yeah know, underlying but, you know, that being organized said, crime. It's not it's not <laughs> terrible. It really isn't as terrible as. I think we make it out to be I think it's time. because you and I grew up in this environment, though. Like, right. you came from Grace Ferry, very tough town, and then yeah. you come out here, and you're like, meh, fuck it, man. This I really is thought this was going to be, like, I thought this was paradise out here compared to where I came from. Really? Yeah, and not to, listen, I love, I wouldn't, if you gave me a choice, I would not go back in time and grow up anywhere else other than Grace Ferry. Yeah. I love people I grew up with. I love my stories. I love all that shit. Like, it gave me a certain sense of identity being from there. And I, there wouldn't be another part of Philadelphia that I would want to be from other than Grace Ferry. Um, when I came out here, though, I really thought, like, this was going to be, like, everybody had a lawn. There were trees everywhere. You know, people, it was like a John Cougar Mellencamp song or some shit to me. <laughs> And I just thought, like, man, it's just so different out there. Like, it's very, this is the suburbs, you know? Yeah. And then I got here and I realized, like, eh, there's very seediness. Listen, <laughs> I think there's more drugs out here than there are in certain parts. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 I think there's, recreationally, yeah, I do. Yeah. But well, that being said, I think there are people in this area that want to create a better community. Yeah. I yeah. do. Yeah. Without naming names, there are certain people that are building better a better community in Delaware County through the the weirdest kind of channels too, you know. Well, so like, uh, I have to admit that I'm secretly one of those optimists. Yeah. Like, I have often thought if I could sell this house and and move out to Chester County and buy. 10 acres of land or whatever, would I do it? And the idea, the romantic idea of living on a farm is, it sounds great. You know, it it does. Because there's a part of me that's kind of worn out on how congested it is, the rat race, the fighting with everybody, the arguing, the fucking... 
being on top uh, of each road other. Road rage. Yeah. Like, just, dude, I am a very aggressive person outside of this house. Mm. And it's exhausting. It's fucking exhausting. I don't really want to live like that. But I'll also admit that this is my neighborhood. I know everybody in this neighborhood. Everybody knows me. It's everybody, home. Dude, this is my life. It's I know where to, to get a cheesesteak. I know where to get pizza. I know where to go food shopping. Right. I talk to people. I bounce into like friends from the past. This is as fucking home as it could ever yeah. possibly be. And and there are things about it that annoy the shit out of me like anybody. A guy from fucking Brooklyn that's lived there his whole life is going to bitch and complain about Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. But he is... He's from Brooklyn. That's what Brooklyn people do. Yeah. And I'm from Delco, and this is what Delco people do. And I am one of these people that I feel like it would be a dishonor to my community if I left. Because I think that I'm I'm a good person, and I think that I want to raise my children to believe in good morals. And I think that the only way to make the neighborhood better is to stick and stay. Yeah. You got to stay here. You got to make it better. You it's gotta, what you make it. Yeah. And I think we said that before. It, it, it is what you make it. And if you're just going to be negative about it, yeah. then you're part of the issue. Yeah. You know? So, so the best part is, is you just got to stay here. You just fucking tread stick water. Stick it out. Yeah, stick it out. Tread yeah. water. Participate. Uh, I mean, weirdly enough, I have often thought about getting involved in local politics. Really? Weirdly enough. Yeah. Yeah, well, just because, not that I necessarily want to control anything, but I want to be at least involved and understand what's happening. Or, you know, like, maybe maybe it does need my influence in some kind of way. You I know? don't think the people in Swarthmore are going to like you too much. They're not. No. They're not. I'm a little conservative for them. Yeah. But I'm also an asshole because the conservatives, they're not going to like me either. Right. You know? I'm a I'm a very middle of the road so am guy. I. So am you know? I. I kind of listen to both sides. That's my thing. Is to, I think if you're too extreme in one area, and you know, to either side, you're a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fuck that. Have yeah. have some common sense about the way you make a decision. Don't mm-hmm. don't just follow the pack. Yep. You know. So. Anyway, fucking food, pizza, cheesesteaks, seven fish. What's your favorite? fucking thing outside of the stereotypical stuff you know we talk about cheesesteaks pizza those are very yeah common things around here anyway that's like the like, go-to what's that like what's that one meal that if you could eat it every day and it doesn't have to be like that like obviously we're talking about food that is we're not talking about fucking culinary excellence here we're talking about fucking comfort food comfort food and just food that you you know you could eat day in and day out. Probably salmon with rice and asparagus. Yeah. Yeah, like, dude, that is really my favorite dish. That's your dish. meal? Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite dish. And I like experimenting. So, I could, I, like, I, I don't like the, the question of what would you eat every day because I would I would hate it. In, in, a, week's, yeah, in I, a week's time, I would be bored to death. Yeah, that makes sense. But really, the question is, is, like... What's that one thing that you eat like, if you were to pick a place, and every time you ate it there, you were never disappointed in it. Um, I'll say Nick's original roast beef. Really? I fucking love... It's funny that you say that. Dude, I think that people don't realize 
Um, so when people talk about great food, you know why I love Delco? Because uh, we have that's crazy. You some, the roast beef. Oh, dude, it's I was gonna fucking, say same. But I'm not gonna say next, but I'll tell you where in a second. Go it's ahead. Fucking good, dude. It's, yeah. So like, you're talking about Nixon Springfield. Yeah. See, I yeah. grew up with Nixon Philadelphia. But that's also where you grew up at. Yeah. So around here, we had Nick's in, in Philly. And and Nick's in Philly wasn't my original. Right. My original for me, because I used to bar hop, was Tom and Jerry's. That's my pick. Tom and Jerry's has Tom a Tom and Jerry's roast, roast beef. beef is my pick. Yeah. Yep. And then, I don't know why, but I think that the gravy at Nick's is just a little bit better. Really? I, I think so. I think the meat... Is better prepared at Tom and Jerry's. I know Delco people are going to be freaking the fuck out on me right now, but this is my thought. The guy from Tom and Jerry's originally started out at Pep Saloon down the Joe street beef. here. Yeah. Yep, dude. Joe Beef was no yep. fucking joke. He that is guy, no joke. dude, he is like a a fucking wizard when it comes to beef. Dude, he like will tell you about the cuts and like you know the different types of beef and like. This is Angus. This is this. That's my know. that's my pick right there is Tom and Jerry's roast beef. Yeah. Now maybe I should give it another shot because it's been a I long time. I fucking love it. There's never been a time that I've gone to Tom and Jerry's and eaten a roast beef and walked out of it like it wasn't that good this time. Yeah. Every fucking time it just gets it's knocked out of the park. So you know what kills me is when you go to other during parts- quarantine. I was fucking hurting, dude. Really? Yeah, because we couldn't because Tom and Jerry's was closed for a while. Really? Yeah. You know it's for sale. Yeah, you told me. Yeah. It upsets me. Dude, we're foodies, man. Maybe yeah. maybe you Now, and I... here's a place. Check this out. Now, I would never say it's as good as Nick's or Tom and Jerry's or anything, but if you want a good roast beef sandwich, family recipe roast beef sandwich, and really this place, as far as sandwiches go in general, these guys really knock it out of the fucking park, and I would give them a free plug any day of the week. On State Street... In media, there's a place called Pompeii's State Street Sandwiches. Really? Dude. Great owners, nice people, really cool fucking place to eat. The <laughs> fucking amazing, amazing food, man. They make a really good roast beef sandwich. So Very we, distinct. We can't stop right now. You know this, right? We're just going to keep going. We're just going to plug everybody that we like. So, all right. So, we're doing the roast beefs. Now, let me explain... Because if anybody that doesn't live in the Philadelphia region, when they think about roast beef, they think about thin-sliced roast beef soaking in fucking mildly flavored gravy. Yeah. And then you, like, put it on a on a roll with some provolone or whatever nah. you do. This is like a thicker gravy. Dude, a thick. A real au jus. Fattiness yeah. to it. Yeah. Flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, uh, uh, more salt, a lot mm-hmm. more salt and, and uh, garlic, a lot yeah. of garlic in there. Yeah, you might yeah. even catch a garlic clove in your in a bite of your sandwich. And the cheese is sharp provolone. Yep, only fucking way you do it. Fucking the foot smelling provolone. Yep. So and then like now I'm not a fan of horseradish, but that's the real way to do it is yeah. with the horseradish on it. Yeah. Now I. I don't want to burn my fucking nose hairs out, so I, I don't do it. I don't do but. a whole lot of horseradish. Every once in a while, I might... You know what I'll do? Like, I'll take, like, a like a little smear of it and maybe put it on the end of yeah. a bite without putting it on the whole sandwich. Huh. That way, I don't... If, you know, if it's too strong in one bite, I don't have to eat it in the next bite. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? I like that. That's yeah. a little, uh... 
you're like uh you're you're dosing yourself you a little know? bit yeah. yeah right you don't want every bite to have to be overbearing which is weird for me because if i'm doing shrimp i want my cocktail sauce yeah i love fucking I love strong that shit. yeah man Dude, at one point, Old Bay was doing this cocktail sauce, and I I make it myself sometimes. I'll take I'll take uh, Ketcher's uh, Kelchers, yeah, Kelchners, Kelchers, yeah, yeah. Th- which is good, and it's got a lot of horseradish in it, yep. which I love. But then you take some Old Bay and you mix that yeah. shit in there with it. Oh yep. my god, that's got some fucking fire to it. We used you to know? just make the cocktail sauce at home. It'd be like ketchup, horseradish, lemon, yeah, Old Bay seasoning, oh, and then mix man. it up. I love it. Oh, God. Yeah. All right, so here's the question for you. Since we're in Delco, and Delco supposedly is the home of the hoagie, Mm. where is your favorite hoagie place? And by hoagie, for anybody listening, hoagie, and New Yorkers call them heroes, some people call them subs. Yeah. It's an Italian sandwich Typically with some, uh, like a salami or Genoa or, you know, with and ham. The with, gabagool. Yeah, 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 the good stuff. Yeah. Where's your go-to? My go-to for hoagies. There's a place in Tentacle. Yeah? Yep. I can't think of the fucking name of it, though. But the best hoagie I've had around here. Really? Yeah. What the fuck huh. is the name of that place? It's going to bother the shit out of me. Yeah. Give me your thing, and while you're telling us, I'll, okay. th- I'll find it out. So, in Marcus Hook, there is... Uh, what road is that? Is that 452? I think it's 452. If you're getting off 95 and you're headed down towards Marcus Hook, right on the right side there is a place called D. Costanza's. And I fucking love D. Costanza's. First of all, when you walk in there, there are no trays of meats or cheeses. Everything is sliced right in front of you. Yeah. That's the only fucking way you do this. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's just some like... It's like they're custom building the sandwich. Yep. right in front of you. Funniest thing in the world is I was working at that refinery like uh, 10 or 11 years ago. And my brother-in-law was with me. And he is kind of a transplant he grew up in kansas and then he's living out here but uh he has like some roots in chester where like his mom gave birth to him when he was a little kid and then they moved out to kansas so like in his heart he's like yeah i'm from delco i'm i'm originally from here and i'm like all right that's cool so we go into deca stanzas i already know the routine and i'm like yeah let me get an italian and that's all i tell the guy let me get an italian no no uh no veggies no nothing just I'm like a I'm like a, a fucking carnivore. I just want meat, cheese, oil and oh oil and vinegar, salt, pepper, oregano, you know? Right. So uh he's like, uh, yeah, I want this, I want that, you know. He tells the guy, and this is like an old so like the, the owner of the Costanzas, you have to understand, his claim is that his grandfather in the twenties invented the Italian hoagie. And he's got an article on the fucking wall mm-hmm. of like his grandfather's shop in Chester, De Costanza's, you know, this smash hit Italian hoagie, which he, he claims, like, we're the originals. Uh-huh. We're the first, you know? I don't know how true it is. There's been some debate about it over the years. Anyway, though, he tells the owner of this shop, 
uh, make me an Italian. Uh, I want lettuce, tomato, rah, rah, rah. Dude instantly stops him right in his tracks. No fucking lettuce. We don't put lettuce on ours. Really? <laughs> yeah. He starts yelling at him. Italian hoagies don't get fucking lettuce. That's not what we do. And he's like, what do you, what do you mean? Like everybody. And he's like, yeah, no, that's not what we do. There is no fucking lettuce on this table here. We don't mm. put lettuce on our hoagies. That's not a fucking hoagie. That's like a staple of my hoagie. Uh, I mean, to I mean, I think the traditional Delco way at this point lettuce, is tomato, onion. Yeah, 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 that's that's the the three major ingredients in almost. I mean, to any. me, that's the taste of the hoagie. Yeah. Sometimes more so. Look, I'm just saying, like, it's, a lot of it has to do with onion. Yeah. But yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the place in Tinicum is called America's Pie. Really? Yeah. Huh. And listen, not just a decent hoagie. Every fucking sandwich they make there is unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. Unbelievable. Okay. Really fucking good. All right. It's a pizza shop. Yeah. But they make some really good specialty sandwiches. Isn't it great, though? Like, I feel like Delco has all these You have a real plethora of great food. You ever been to, um, you ever been to, um, Mike and Emma's? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. The place on McDade? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude, uh-huh. they're old school Italian. I don't know. I don't know it's if they're the still mom. there. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, he's still there. He's still yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. I'm thinking of the other place down on McDade. Mike and Emma's is the little shop. <laughs> he makes a good cheesesteak too. <coughs> great cheesesteak. Yeah, he makes a great cheesesteak. Dude, try their sausage grinder. Yeah. Little chunks of uh sweet and hot Italian sausage. That's... They only give you with uh, spicy mustard. That's the really? only fucking way you get it. No That's shit. That's like, dude, this is, if you want mustard, this is the only fucking mustard we have here. Yeah. I, for some reason, have this weird thing. I love the control. Like, when, when people open a, a place around here, like, you there's- You get it the way we make it, or you don't get it That's at all. it. Yep. Fuck you. This is the only thing on the menu. And that's kind of yeah. how it should be, in my opinion. Like, if yeah. I were to make food every day, you're going to eat it the way I cook it. Yeah, there is no fucking choice. Yeah. There is no, like, well, I want mine with tofu on it. Fuck you, then go yeah. somewhere else. Or don't put any you pepper know? in there. Like, dude, it's fucking built in. Yeah. Like, that's how it is. Yeah, yeah, You don't yeah. want it, you got to go somewhere else. You There's know? a pizza shop over on, uh, was it, Clifton Ave? Or uh, somewhere in Clifton Heights that's, like pretty famously known and i think it recently closed sadly enough i think it was gaetano's or yeah yeah they did close that's a shame because they were really good so i have people that rave about that but the deal was it was a lot like um what's that place on south street uh oh fuck me Lorenzo's? Lorenzo's. Yeah, my father old did the school, tile in there, too. Old school Lorenzo's was yeah. simple enough. Dude, you walked in there, you ordered either pepperoni or plain, yeah. and there is no fucking choice. There's just this or that. Mm-hmm. That's it. There's only two fucking things on a menu. There's no reason for a menu because yeah. this is it. Look at the fucking table, you know? So, uh, Gaetano is, from what I understand, the way it worked is... You can get flavors, but you got to order a whole pie ahead of time. Yeah. And when they run out, doors closed. We're mm-hmm. done. I yeah. like that concept, too. When somebody's, you know who's, um, and this is my favorite barbecue joint. And oh, just yeah. Because I love the guy. I know what, I know what you're going to do. You know what I'm going to say. Yeah. Big Daddy's. Oh, yeah. 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 Dude, I've been with Big Daddy's since yeah. he was outside the VFW. Really? Yep. From yeah. the time he was at the VFW in Norwood, yeah, I've been sticking by that dude the whole time. Like nothing makes me happier than so, to see him like be successful. 
So that that dude fucking kicks ass. So I, uh, he heard that I weld, and somebody passed my name to him, and I went. I think he's a car guy. Is he? I think he is. I think he owns some. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I think me and my brother had this conversation. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I'll have to talk to him about it. But uh, so I I actually went up there and met him and talked to him because I he wanted me to try to fix some shit on his uh his smoker. Uh huh. And I'm not a a licensed uh you know welder or fabricator so like i kind of had to tell him no because i was like do you have a real like legitimate business here and i can't i can't run the risk of fucking this up yeah you know like i would love to help you out i think it'd be awesome but you also need reliability and you need a guy with insurance because if shit goes wrong you need to be able to put the fucking pressure on somebody and and i'm just a moron from the neighborhood that can weld pretty good right you know, uh, which he respected. Don't sell yourself short, though. I think you probably would have did just fine. I probably would have, yeah. but I was a, a little gun shy. I, yeah. I'll admit it, man. I was like, I think. Shit your pants and dive in and swim. <laughs> yeah. I w- you know, maybe I should have. You know, maybe next time I will, you yeah. know. But I was also concerned the fact that he has, uh, what's he got, seven employees in there? Yeah, and I just didn't. I remember it was just him, the wife, yeah. and the, the older lady that works there. And they're great. I love yeah. all of them. I love how tough they are, man. Here's what I love about it. He's only open a few days out of the week. Yeah. And that doesn't change. Yeah. Because the preparation that goes into it, you're getting quality yeah. barbecue yeah. every time you go in there. Yeah. And it, I don't, like, I would rather him only be open four days a week and pump out the best food that he could possibly make than be open all the time. Dude, he takes it so serious. We sat in there and talked about the smoker and the He's way it's designed. Amazing, man. It's amazing. Dude, he fucking... I love anybody that takes their job and and they just want to... Has a passion for it. Yes. Yeah, he has yeah, a passion for, for barbecue. Yeah. That's the thing. You got to love... You got to cook with love. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you can't just pump it out like i think that's the problem with genos and pets is they're just pumping it out yeah you know they don't love it yeah yeah when you you find a place that they love what they do that's when you get the best quality uh food around here and i think a lot of people are passionate about their food in this area yeah 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 hmm you know what we don't have is seafood yeah we don't really have any like and we're close we're close to the ocean yeah you know i think we might be wrong about that i'm sure there's somewhere that we can get pretty good seafood yeah? You know, he's got pretty good seafood. Who? The Aaron Pub. Yeah? he got good seafood. Aaron Pub is like a... Uh, it's a staple of Norwood. It's a staple of Norwood, but right. I feel like the rest of Delco, um, kind of like, it's like a hidden gem. Like, it I is. Feel like, I feel like nobody really remembers it until like they like a family member goes, dude, I want to eat at Aaron's Pub tonight. And then you go there and you're like, man, this is pretty fucking good. I go there solely. For the seafood. Really? Yeah. The last time I had good seafood was... Their crab legs are amazing. You ever been to the Broadway in Clifton Heights? No. Or, uh, what's it, the Clam Tavern? Never been there either. They're both, they're on opposite corners, but they're owned by the same... Yeah. Same, uh, owner. And, uh, they had pretty decent seafood. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I really like the Aaron Pope seafood. I love the crab legs, but dude, the crab legs are so fucking packed. Yeah. That when you take the meat out of the crab leg... There's like the indents of like where the the like prickly things are. Like yeah, there's yeah, meat yeah, yeah. In that motherfucker, you know what I mean, <laughs> dude. I love the Aaron Pub's fucking crab legs, man. Yeah? I just get a pound of crab legs. I remember one time I went there. I felt so bad because we went. We were there for uh, somebody's funeral, the luncheon after the funeral, 
And I was just so psyched to be there. I was like ordering things that weren't on the menu, like the on the the luncheon menu. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna pay extra." Yeah, yeah. I remember getting crab legs, and we just we had such a good time at this, you know. Which I think that's what a funeral should be. Yeah, like you should be, you know, try to try to bring some levity to it a little bit. At least yeah. when I die, I hope that's what happens. I don't Shit, want everybody yeah, fucking being, you know, super sad. Yeah, you know. Have a fucking wake, man. Raise yeah. hell. Enjoy yourself. That's like the Irish way, right? Yeah. Well, they my my aunt hell. did that, man. My aunt had probably the most enjoyable funeral I've ever been to in my life. She did not emphasize hard on the the mass and the memorial and all that shit. It was very short and sweet, you know. Obviously, we all loved her. And then afterwards, man, it was a party at Galdos. Yeah. It was a fucking party, dude. Dude, you know what I want? This is no bullshit. So, I mean, I am a, a true fan of comedy. For my 40th birthday, we did this. Yeah, the roast. They did a roast. Yeah. Dude, at my funeral, do another roast. You want a roast at I'm your telling funeral? people, yeah. talk as much shit as you want. <laughs> you don't even have to feel bad because I'll be gone. Yeah, it's not like know. I can heckle you. I can't care. You know? <laughs> fucking say it all. Say how fucked up I yeah. was. Say like, oh, dude, just let it rip. Wow. Have fun. Roast me, man. Yeah. I'm gonna tell my kids when they're a little bigger, dude. Fucking talk all. I don't. I think the want. like. I think a traditional funeral, like what we do, is kind of barbaric. I can't stand it. I don't want to be embalmed. I don't want none of that bullshit. No, I don't either. No. Yeah. Just, you know. Yeah, cremate me something, bury me quick. I don't know. I want I really them to harvest my. I want them to harvest my organs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you an organ donor on your? Yeah, I am an organ donor. Yeah. but I. Uh, but in in all honesty, I don't like the idea of um, cemeteries. No. I think cemeteries are a huge waste of space. A huge waste of space. Yeah. And I really don't like the idea that like first of all, it's a it's a waste of time. Uh-huh. Like I think it's a waste of time because nobody goes to a fucking cemetery. It's yeah. a fucking sad place. Morbid kids listening to Marilyn Manson hang out in fucking cemeteries. Dude, my like, father is buried around the corner from my house. I go there once every couple of years. Really? I do not go to visit my father's grave. So lately I've been thinking, I've told my wife this, I would rather you had me uh, cremated and take the ashes, dig a hole, and uh-huh. plant a fucking tree. There's that's another thing I think people do. There's a thing called a green funeral. Yeah. Where they like wrap your body in a shroud and will bury you directly into the earth. I kind of like that. And it preserves the land. Yeah. It, so like they couldn't come and like fucking build a shopping center there later or some shit. Really? You know I mean? Yeah. Which I think is a cool idea. I like that a lot. But I'm cool. You just cremate me. You know, I don't yeah. want to be taking up space. I don't want fucking chemicals pumped into my body. Yeah. I don't want cotton shoved up my ass. <laughs> All that, like, I just don't, like, yeah. you know, we're going from talking about food to talking about something like that, but uh. I just don't, I just think it's barbaric. I think it's fucking stupid. You Dude, know? bury me with a cheesesteak. Yeah, right. But, like, I just have a few nice words. Make yeah. a little video package. Don't invite anybody from Swarthmore. They're cunts. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to apologize to the people of Swarthmore after this episode, man. <laughs> I'm going to fucking end up owning a house in Swarthmore and walking around yelling at people for fucking their dogs shitting on my fucking sidewalk. (laughs) Hey! Get your fucking dog off my goddamn yard. (laughs) Man, that that guy's a cunt. We went really hard on the people of Swarthmore here today. 
Listen, just I if, love you. If people are listening, we we don't mean to generalize all of you. Dude, <laughs> dude, let's be realistic, man. Let's be realistic. If you live in Swarthmore, it's a rich fucking neighborhood, man. Dude, you're probably a cunt. Let's it's be a honest. Rich neighborhood. <laughs> But your pizza's good, man. Your yeah. pizza's... I, you have the right to be a cunt. There's a lot of good, good shit. Yeah, there's steaks. a good fucking spot in Swarthmore, too. Um, what the hell is that fucking coffee joint? It doesn't matter because I can't remember their name. Fuck it. But there's a <laughs> there's a little coffee joint in the in Swarthmore. So fucking good, man. Yeah? So good. I get peppers and eggs there sometimes, like a pepper and egg sandwich. Huh. And with like a fucking really good, like... They got like lattes and all that bullshit. Now I'm gonna have yeah, to look this up. Fucking good, dude. Yeah. It begins with a B, I think. Huh. Can't it, what's it near the college? It's where all them shops are. You know that real cunty area <laughs> down at Swarthmore. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I know about the cunts. <laughs> Hobbs. It's called Hobbs. Hobbs. Yeah, Hobbs. Hobbs is good. Yeah. Everybody else, not so Hobbs, much. Hobbs, you're okay. The rest of you all around there. Cunts. Cunts. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, in all honesty, man, I do want to put the disclaimer out there that I talk shit. Yeah. Strictly to make people laugh. Listen, that's another thing that people need to understand about this, too. We're of that mindset that comedy is kind of about crossing a line. Sure, sure. You cross the line... And look, if you're too sensitive or you get your feelings hurt too much, then you probably shouldn't be listening. Yeah. Because that's kind of our humor. That's where we came from. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, like, we find comfort in that. Yeah. And if it makes you uncomfortable, then so be it, I guess. You know, that's, that's and your I, problem. I think it's important to note that, like, as this show continues, there is no, like, it's it's either fair and we talk shit on everybody you're Italian American. At some point, I don't care. we'll make jokes want. about it. Yeah. I'm Irish, dude. Irish people do stupid shit all yeah. the fucking time. We're not know? here to hurt anybody. Yeah, and I think that's the other thing is unless you're from Swarthmore. My number one rule <laughs> is context is king. Yeah, yeah. Context yeah. is king. If there's malice in it, you'll know it. Yeah, you know what I mean. This ain't a Kanye speech, all right, dude. No. We're we're yeah. like this is George Carlin. We're yeah, going yeah. for context. It's, it's more like that. Yeah, it's context. So that's that's. I'll end with this final thought: is uh, when we were recording the other episode, I was doing research on on career huge blunders. Right. And I always remembered this George Carlin skit where he's talking about the N word. Uh huh. And dude, I specifically remember him saying in a very clever way the reason people don't get offended by Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor is because they are the N-bomb. And he said the word Uh. on fucking stage, recorded special for the entire world to see. But then he explains that it's context. I'm not saying this about them. It's the way you explain it, you know? So, like, I think that that's important because at the end of the day, man, I love talking to you because I think you and I are on the same page of, like, I do want to touch the uh, the hard subjects sometimes and I want to have some fun. Right. But I don't want to, like, sit here and tiptoe around stuff because, like, it's going to offend somebody. If I offended you today, well, unfortunately, in Delco, 
We believe in tough love. Yeah. Even in Grace Ferry, man, you got. I knew plenty of guys from Grace Sometimes, Ferry. Sometimes tough listen. love is a motherfucker, and if we break your balls, it's yeah. because we love you. Oh yeah. You know. I mean, we listen. That's like a custom of becoming a man sometimes is to break yeah. the young kid's balls. You, know, you break the young guy's balls enough that they fucking break a little bit and they start to do things a little bit different or whatever. <laughs> like, but, um, or learn how to defend themselves. Yeah. Like, like I grew up under an Italian in a body shop. Uh huh. That dude roasted me every oh, chance yeah. he got. Yeah, man. And I didn't realize my place in the work area until one day I unleashed Mm-hmm. and just fired back at him and and everybody laughed including the boss the right. little italian guy and he was like you feel better now or what yeah. you know and like yeah yeah i feel a lot fucking better uh-huh. and he was like dude we've been waiting like a year for you yeah, to for fucking your balls to drop right <laughs> yeah, yeah dude like yeah. and from then on it just you realize that like where we live shit talking is just a way of like, dude, if I talk shit, if I walk up and I'm like, hey, jerk off, what's going on? It's familiarity. Here. Dude, that means that I like you. Yep. But if I walk up and I'm like, hey, how's it going? And I'm I'm not opening up to you at all. That's a problem. Yeah. I don't yeah. like you. That's you know? the truth. Yep. That's what yeah. my that's my kids say to it all the time. If he's breaking your balls, that means he likes you. Yeah. Right. But I, it's the truth. Yeah. It honestly is. So, I mean, Swarthmore, stop being such a cunt. Yeah, don't be little cunts about it. <laughs> I feel like we over-explained the fuck out of this to a bunch of yeah. jerk-off Delco assholes <laughs> that already fucking know the rules. Yeah, If you're offended, true. change the channel, you fucking yeah. jerk-off. I like that old adage. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yep. Turn on your fucking channel where you eat tofu and you're like, oh my God, everything's soft yeah. and nice, you know? Yeah. Uh. The mean streets of Swarthmore. <laughs> I took a wrong turn in Swarthmore. <laughs> Hate has no home here. Yeah. And some guy let me sleep on his couch and listen to Steely Dan albums all night. (laughs) Oh, shit, man. That's funny. Yeah. All right, John. We did it, man. Yeah. We did it. Good time. All right. All right. Roll the music. (laughs) 